Episode eight. Little buttons. I love the buttons. Love those buttons. So uh, again, we're back. We're in New York just for a little bit longer. We uh, spent the weekend Lambeau Field, Green Bay. Oh Lord. I'll talk about it a little bit more later, but we had a we had a blast out there. We did. I will give. It was fun, but oh, to watch these goddamn Jets games kill me. <laughs> hey, we still got to watch your game. It was at a different time, so mm-hmm. it was good. So what happened though? We had somebody had to watch Bernie. We we couldn't. So weekend at Bernie was just you know not. Not that fun, but he likes to relax, so... Weekend at Bernie's was with another lady that he likes. Yeah. But look at that cute little face. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's just so inquisitive. Yeah, well, he also looks like he's uh, pretty comfortable in that blanket right yeah. there, huh? So happy. All right. This week, you got Vegas. This one's an old one, but it's a goodie. You know, there's not always a, a week or something where there's going to be a lot of news about a tourist getting in trouble. This guy, though... Guy from California basically gets blackout drunk. And they're done that. Yeah. So uh, what happens? He loses 500 grand. And then, yeah, whoops. I mean, he likes to get, I mean, this guy's not probably a $100 blackjack player. I mean, he's probably gambling some serious money here. Mm -hmm. But but basically, he said he blames a casino. He said, You serve me too much alcohol. I don't remember any of this. I would not like to pay for these losses. And he said, I must have been clearly intoxicated. If I don't remember any of this, because he uh, he was also allowed to withdraw money. So that's part of his complaint is you allowed me to take money out and you allowed me to continue gambling and you continue to serve it. I mean, while I was in a blackout, you owe me all this money back. Yeah. So if anybody knows playing out there, if anybody's a bigger player, you're not going to walk around with hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash because then you just get robbed. So what they do is they basically set up like casino credit where you get a marker. Anybody who's seen the movie... Uh, you know, casino, they talk about markers and, uh, and this and that. So anyway, this guy got a, a big marker to lose a couple hundred thousand dollars. And look, if I was in a blackout and I woke up and found out I was 500 Gs in the hole, I would not be happy either about this. Yeah, we would not go to the casino and ask him for your money back. But apparently in Nevada, the state law is you got to stop serving if people are obviously intoxicated, you know, overly, because we've been there intoxicated. We're just happy motherfuckers, so I don't think they care. But... If you're like overly intoxicated, you're supposed to be stopped uh, with the, the alcohol not being served anymore. So I guess that was his route. We never got to yeah. find out what ended up happening. I'm pretty sure these casinos that have billions of dollars were able to win some way, shape, <laughs> Absolutely. or Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, like if this guy won that case, how many lawsuits are going to come? You'll have the guy right. suing you for, for $2,000 that he lost because you know his wife's mad at him. I'm so. going to go with the casino, pulled him to the side, and said, here's your 500 k bag. Don't ever show your face, but shut up. You didn't, we didn't do this. And he like went on TV and stuff, and he was being interviewed, and he was like, yes, I was in a blackout, and they shouldn't have served me. And then, <laughs> Love it. You, sir, it was Super Bowl weekend when you did it, so I you get it a Vegas. little bit. You got, you got Vegas. Vegas. All right. Next one. Let's face it. Fun day with Face It. Got Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen, he's got talent. (laughs) So talented, he was able to do another human hurdle. It was fantastic, obviously. We're going to put that up, that hurdle there. Yeah, Yeah. insane. You know, he is a superhero. I am so happy to have him as my quarterback. And, uh, you know, this uh, on today's episode, we're going to actually allow Josh to have his time to rant instead my of time. my time. This is going to be it, people. It's early on. I went to the damn Jets game at Lambeau Field with them. I was happy that they won quietly. You know, I, I kept any feelings I actually had to myself. And to see everybody so happy, that was kind of worth it. So I'm giving him his one time to rant. After this, my Bills Mafia, I'm, this is no more. Now, now, now it's on. Now we it's have a on. problem. It's on. It's on. Um, but anyways... Great game by all of the Buffalo Bills team uh, members, even Poyer taking a, a car 15 hours to get driven to Kansas City because um, he wasn't cleared because of a rib or injury to actually fly there. Yep. 
So to, that that shows dedication. But really? again, we put him on there because he was able to hurdle yet another human being during the middle of a game. Insane Fantastic. game. You know, yeah. talk about that more. But yeah, the guy's a he's an animal. How about this guy? Great hair, former New York Jet, Robbie Anderson. I liked him when he caught deep balls for the Jets. Outside of that, I don't like it. Like the guy, so he's a piece of shit. He's actually a guy who like he's from like South Florida, and he's pulled over and like. Mm-hmm. Told the cops he's gonna bang their wife, oh, all yeah. kinds of stuff. The guy sucks. Uh, so then, no you know, no class. So he, he he gets so he's over there in the Panthers, and after they had just fired Matt Rule, and then a new kind of interim coach Wilkes comes in, whatever. And sure enough, he's running his mouth. Maybe he didn't get targeted enough, and this and that. Maybe so the guy said, "Why don't you get out of here? Just get off the field." And just then, sure, right, right after that, he got traded away. So now he's going to the Cardinals. Now, is he going to help the next yeah, team? Yeah, I mean, still, are the know. Cardinals upset about that? <laughs> no. no, but Panthers should be, and that's actually kind of, I respect completely what the Panthers and that coach did because there are too many shitty human beings still playing football because they're good at what they do. Like at some point, you've got to say. You're going to talk to me like that? You're going to disrespect me like that? Get the fuck away from me. I'll find somebody else. Uh, so I do respect them. It was actually reminding me of a, of a uh, in, man, I don't know how many years ago it was because these, everything's like a blur. You got the pandemic. There's like three years missing somewhere. But uh, Mike Singletary for the uh, San Francisco 49ers, he was an interim coach. And a similar thing happened where somebody was talking shit and he basically like yelled at him on the field. And then he, after he went on the rant, in the post game, and he says, like, can't win with these guys. I can't do it, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'd rather not have you on the team. And I respect the shit out of that. Yeah, there's, you got to draw a line at some point. Yeah. Um, we have Ooh. Mr. Kraft here. You Massage know, King. Massage King of uh, the Patriots, Patriots owner, decided that him and his very, very young wife are going to get married um, last Friday, you know, because if you own a football team the best time to get married is in the middle of the football season because it's not like the football season doesn't end at some point um which was our first little issue with this whole situation um but we'll get into the reasoning behind that apparently had tom brady at his wedding and then tom brady if you paid any attention to the bucks football this weekend did not do so well and we'll touch base on that later when we talk about why we're betting what we're betting but he failed miserably Caught yelling at his teammates, all that stuff. Uh, so a lot of people are blaming it on him going, attending the wedding. So it turns out, one, we're pretty sure Tom Brady went to the stupid wedding, didn't have a single drink because he's a weirdo. I'm sure he just sat there staying hydrated the whole time. He, All he did was miss a, a walkthrough practice on Saturday. Which walkthroughs are really just about personnel changes and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's not that know, big of a deal. And he's not, he didn't, he went from, you know, New England to Florida. There's no time difference. It's a short flight. I wouldn't like, you know, if, if he had to go to LA, then maybe that'd be an issue. Because those, man, those long flights and those time changes, we know, we can tell you, they, they kind of hurt. Um, but you know, he didn't go. Belichick didn't go to the wedding. Right. Well, because Belichick <laughs> knows how to coach, and unfortunately, Although he doesn't know how to take a nice football gift as memorabilia of a good part. what that was, yeah. No, he actually, that guy, so there is a clip, I, I don't know, somebody from the Pats, I think he's a new player, he got a winning game-winning interception or fumble or punt, miss, miss kick. Yeah, I, I wasn't really paying attention that much, but he made a good play at the end of the game that allowed them to win or helped in their winning at yeah. the end. And so he wanted to give the ball to Belichick, and Belichick just looks at him like... What are are you lost? Is there, can I help you? And and, and like, the guy's trying that? to the guy's trying to explain to him why he's giving the ball, and he's just still looking at him like. And he just eventually said, "Just go away." So <laughs> that was a little rude. I felt bad for that poor rookie. It was cute. Um, but long story short, turns out that well, actually short story long turns out that Elton John offered to play for him at his wedding if he had one at like this specific time. Like if they kind of did it, they were going to elope originally. But Elton John said, you know what, if you guys get married, I will, you know, play for you. I still don't understand the logistics of why it's got to be now. I mean, I'm pretty sure the nice young new wife was like, we are getting fucking married before you kick the bucket. So I get all that money. I have a feeling that's why she's like, this needs to happen soon. And she's also like, Elton John performing at a wedding is pretty cool. Right. So now we're going to get married and then you're going to make it happen because there has to be a good excuse for doing it during the football season. So anyways, that's why we got that wonderful 
old man yeah. over there. You know who else performed? They did a duet, Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that's a cool thing, you know. And then who else obviously wrote a song for Robert Kraft? Meek Mill. Right. Yeah. It all makes sense. I don't know how they convince <laughs> these guys to no go idea. there. All right. Last one. I mean, look, we're going to make this. This is going to be Jets heavy today. Very okay? Jets heavy. Sauce Gardner, after the game. And I mean, look, this guy's been locked down corner for the last couple of weeks. So he took the cheese head. And, he, and now, look, I think if he didn't have a goofy <laughs> smile on his face, that people would have been more pissed about it than he just walking around smiling and stuff. So. Well, he has ties uh, to Wisconsin and, you know, through yeah. college. So that's why he actually loved the fact that he got to play with Aaron Rodgers on the same field. Yeah. Love that he got to put, like, the cheese head wasn't, like, disrespectful when he actually explained it. He was just like, I am so happy to be here, and we won. I could see, though, why people would have been pissed that he had the thing on. I think it's hilarious. Cheese sauce, you guys got to call him from now cheese on. Sauce, Not just yeah. sauce, cheese sauce, Gardner. But the guy from the Packers, Lazard, came over at the end as he was going into the tunnel, and he smacked it off his head. And, was, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't think he was pissed off, but he was just like, get it off your head, you know? Yeah, it's fine. It was it all was, good. That was kind of good fun. I appreciate it was all fun. of that. Yeah, fun. it was awesome. So, look, where we watch the games. So we told you we went to Green Bay, right? So, you know, Green Bay itself, as much as it has an amazing – Stadium. stadium and then a lot of places to tailgate around the stadium it was awesome um but it, the best place if you're going to go to lambo for any of the games is to stay in milwaukee it's a two-hour drive and then you could stay the weekend down there there's a cool bar scene and then the Buck day of the stadium game. is right there yeah yeah if you want to catch a if having to line up with a bucks game or something a ton like of that. bars we hit up a ton of bars yeah we, we hit up a bunch of them i just put down one of them which was this place called mecca which is right across from where the Milwaukee Bucks play. And there's actually like a couple bars right across from there that are massive. I mean, this is like a huge bar, great place to watch games. They have this big screen TV, three levels. Um, so, so we had a blast there. Plenty of seating. And kid, yeah. And then, so Lambo itself, I put in a few, I'm going to flash a few of the different pictures of, of the places that are there, but... Um, the field right next to it has a, a bar called Stadium View, which was this awesome multi-level bar. Um, had like a DJ going, and we got there, you know, early in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then they uh, were ready to go by. We were there at ten thirty, and they were all ready to go. Yeah, well, everybody's packed in, partying. Can I just say one thing though? Sure. Just because a lot of you probably are gonna want to make the trip at some point to yeah. Lambo, the all these three places are all like in the stadium area like you don't have to go through you can't go uh you don't need to go through stadium security at that point to get but they're like here's your stadium they're right here and it's just they know how to do they clearly said it's cold as hell people want to come in they want to be here earlier than when the stadium opens let's build stuff for them to go into and pregame kind of indoors i mean they're indoor outdoor but at least you're not like actually in the elements uh that was that was pretty cool because i also think they realize there's not there's just farm country and cows around the stadium and there's really nothing to do outside of it the place yeah so there's a place stadium view and this place tailgate village and tailgate village i mean it's a giant, giant place dj and playing they had the, they had a live band um and it's just like it's right next to you know the area that you have to go uh, walking into the stadium for security. And then it was other like open areas too that had like DJs going that said like fifty bucks all you can drink tailgate mm-hmm. with us. They had you know kind of like a fun contest New York fans versus Green Bay fans and stuff like that. So an amazing tailgate experience for sure. So if you're gonna go there, don't just do the drive up and go right to the game. I suggest getting there hours earlier, partying, having fun. They do serve booze through the third quarter at that, so it's not one of those halftime things where they shut you mm-hmm. off through the end of the third quarter. Um, but yeah. And awesome. you're allowed to walk around with drinks outside when you go to these. You're allowed to just walk out. Go ahead, sure. We walked from uh, the Johnsonville Tailgate Village because we thought they were going to stay open for the entire Chiefs Bills game, which was the next game, and That's they right. ended up just shutting the TVs off on us by first quarter, and we had just gotten free, filled like giant drinks. Like, you just take them out, go. That was a little confusing because, like, very odd. They why? seemed like they were set up and ready to go for us, and then yeah. they just shut down. You're, it's a, So the first game was that we went to was a noon game, so you're done by 3-ish or whatever. Mm-hmm. The next game just starting at about 3, 3.30. There's a whole – there's got to be a 1,000 people inside, and they're buying drinks and so on, and then they shut it down. It must be something to do because they don't want people to get hammered. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they had a, a ton of TVs, and they yeah. were all had, they all had the Bills game on. They didn't even have the, any of the other games. They just had the Bills game on, ready to go. 
So we had to make a quick only, walkover, right? Yeah, I was the only Bills fan on all these places. <laughs> Just so, me and myself. A cool old school kind of restaurant that has a bar in it. It's called Kroll's, uh, Kroll's West. Um, that was definitely cool. I mean, like, it, you know, all these places, it's like cheese curd appetizers mm -hmm. and you want a hot dog. And it's definitely like, uh, you know, the Midwest for sure. Um, but I liked it. I was in on it. So that was a cool spot. So I'm sure if you go out there, you might want to actually check out that spot as well. So, look, how did we do last week? We actually did good. I mean, our hit rate, as in terms of, like, uh, how many games you won or lost that we bet was 56%. If we went back through and just went through what we said we were, we were going to lean towards, what were other um, games that we would want to bet, we're in the 70% plus the last week. So you can go back through, you know, check, mark my words on that one. That's, that's, a, that's a fact. Um, but we wagered 19 units. So everybody who doesn't know what that is, check out our betting one-on-one video that's posted. It'll tell you about bankroll management and units. Noobs. And we're up uh, 2.3 units for the weekend. So look, you come out of the back of a weekend and you're up and you had a good time, mm -hmm. that's a winner. Um, so there's a few other ones that, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about any of these. Well, you have, we had a lot of units on the bills because yeah. that was our, both of our locks of the week. That was a good one. And then the Yankees crushed it yesterday. Yes. We made a lot of money on the Yankees because we did um, first half live, second yeah. half. He had a parlay going. So all kinds of money won there yesterday. The, Good job, Yankees. And then, you know, another thing we always talk about in terms of betting is that, like, the Chargers game. This is, a, this is the second biggest bet of the week at 2.5. Moving the yeah, chair. <laughs> at 2.5. But then, you know, knowing how the game was going, and understanding what the spread was, it was a pick 'em. You could have got it at Chargers plus one also, but we got it at a pick 'em for the second half, and then winning back a bunch of the money there. So like, you end up at a game where you're getting beat, and then you can make your money back even though they don't cover for the full game. On the second half, they did mm -hmm. cover, and that's a way to kind of limit some of those losses for sure. Yeah. So look, we're a couple. How many weeks in are we? I mean, we're doing like kind of like uh, there's six NFL weeks, or really like seven weeks of betting in because we started out with college. We wanted to do just a little quick recap on like how we've been doing and how we're actually thinking about analyzing like our own betting to see if we can come up with like trends and, and ways that we can be better. So um, through the first seven weeks of betting, uh, our hit rate is not the best at 46%. So you do need to hit about 53 to break even in general. The hit rate is based on just like if I bet a game and then I bet another game that's two games, it's not how much units we put on each of the different games so adjusted for that you know you have units wagered we averaging 16.7 units per week and then the total amount that we've won is 3.7 units for the year so if you tell me that i'm going to hit 46 percent, i'm expecting that to be a, a net loss we were up which means that we're good at sizing our bets and and kind of you know making the larger bets the ones that we have more confidence in i.e small bets on thursday night football because these hit games have been terrible been bad yeah so this is just a quick snapshot of just the, the same information that i was showing on the previous slide um so we're tracking you know week by week what the hit rates are week by week what the cumulative hit rate is which is that 46 percent and then you know if you look at the units of pnl we are, you know, four positive weeks, three negative weeks. There was a very negative week. It's very bad right there. There was a very <laughs> negative week last week, which, which, which actually, you know, brought the, the cumulative down. But we made some back, and now we're, you know, we're up 3.7. So we're happy to be doing that. Hopefully we can just keep these hit rates a little bit higher and then uh, make even more. All right, you want to take them through some of the, uh, the takeaways from week six? Okay. <laughs> okay, let's do it. He loves to talk, this guy. All right, well, as, yeah, I mean, we all know, if you paid any attention to football news, Thursday Night Football sucks balls. They need to take it off the air, stop wasting our time. There's too many Thursday nights where we were just wasted hours and money. Let me talk about bad bet. It was, <laughs> it was the Bears, and the, which was at a pick -em, and the uh, over. Uh, the over was not even close, and the score was 12-7. to 7. The Bears did have a shot at the end of the game to uh, – you had to end up actually covering on that I one. Found out the next day. Found out the next fell day. Asleep. Fell asleep. Game was <laughs> game was the worst. I mean, it's probably one of the worst football games. These guys don't have enough time to prepare. I mean, I don't know. It's just. I think they just also kind of suck. I don't know. You're right. Yes, and I think they they don't. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I don't want the Bills playing every freaking Thursday and Monday. 
night game. So you do have to put shitty teams up. But if you look at the Broncos' schedule, they're on prime time, like, constantly this season. And we are now, which obviously clearly shocked everybody, including the NFL, because they put them on so many prime times, and they're just losers. So they're not really doing well. Anyways, those have been kind of quite boring. Some of the London games are way more exciting, and you're not even watching them because they're at 6.30 in the morning if you're in Vegas or 9.30 here. What happened? They're going to play one in Munich, Munich. Germany. They also Where? have one in Mexico or... Yeah, maybe Mexico City. They've got like... I don't know what they're doing. But, but what's the Munich time difference? Is it like London? Same thing, or is it different? I was so shocked. I was trying to figure out, is this real in Munich? I didn't listen. To, I don't know what the date is. I don't know what the time is. Weird, yeah. Uh, but Brady's going there. I know it's Bucks. Yeah. I don't know who. Sell those jerseys. Um. All right. Are the Jets good? Jets are scaring me a little bit. I mean, honestly, we play them twice. They're not going to win either of those games. And, yes, it's going to be very hard for us to actually get along during those games because it's, it's now officially important. It was supposed to be just a joke for these guys, and it's not – so, yes, I will say that they're good. They're not Bills good. I don't think a lot of Jets people would say that they're Bills good, but you guys are also kind of sometimes like, it could happen. So we'll see. <coughs> I mean, I got my money on the Jets this week. You guys are playing the Broncos. Russell's back, and that ain't going to happen. So I do uh, – and you, their defense, when I saw – what I saw against Packers was tremendous. Excellent defense. So that's good. Again, Still not really a threat, in my opinion, but they are definitely a good good team. Um, and just shout-out to the Packers fans. They got very nice people. Great people. Even before and after the game, like, just kind people. You don't really see that. You know, a lot of the bars are full the weekend before who aren't even here for football. they just random reasons. All very nice people. So I, I do want to do a shout-out for that. Um, and the last thing I'll say is – Bucks losing, Brady very angry. We both love that, but to see this man yelling at his team was just almost as bad as watching Russell Wilson stand outside the locker room at halftime on the during the uh, Monday Night Football game when they're losing terribly, trying to high five all of his teammates, and just the body language of his teammates were just. They, it right? was creepy. It was cringy. It was just, you felt bad for the, because they're just like, who are you and why are you doing? Like, he seems, he seems a little odd, but Brady getting angry at his teammates, the same cringeworthiness, just like, stop it, shut up. Because, <laughs> like, you should retire. I think he said something like, you know, sometimes you got to do that stuff to get your team going. I think it's a little bit different when, you know, you're in your first 10 years of your career where you, the locker room are like, they're teammates to you. At this point, yeah, they're kind of like th this guy who's older, who's been in the league forever, who's basically a, like a superstar, who doesn't have the close relationships everybody on the team because mm -hmm. he's doing his own thing, doing whatever his family. He wants. So yeah. like when you yell at them, then it's a little bit like get the fuck out of here, man. Right. Like, like you know, what are we doing? I know you're the goat, but so, mm, yeah, it's I'm just sure. he should have retired. This is every week you're seeing his behavior on top of his ability to play right now or what his team is producing. It's Giselle's got to be smiling from ear to ear every fucking time she sees this stuff saying, I told you to fucking retire. You didn't. Yeah. Now we're getting a divorce, and you look like garbage. So I was right. <laughs> um, Vikings. Yeah, this is like a team where, you know, they're kind of under the radar. Mm -hmm. Like if, if somebody says who are the best teams in the league and you start naming them, right, you go Philly, Bills. you go Bills. You go no, no, no. It goes Bills, well, okay, then well, Philly. You're not 6-0, and but. Uh, yeah, they also haven't played the Chiefs in one, okay. so and they haven't been crushing anybody, and they play crappy teams. So true. That. So yeah, but anyway, this is one where it's like keeping got to keep a, an eye on these guys because you know at five and one, you know they can actually start stacking wins, especially in a division where you have other people like Green Bay not looking so good and whatever. Mm -hmm. Giants and Eagles keep rolling, and you know we'll talk about this. Still, Giants still get no love. They're uh, underdogs this week. We'll talk about that, but. Oh, yeah, they're not getting loved by... Um, Vegas. The, yeah, the bookies, <laughs> the Vegas uh, lines, but they're getting loved by everybody else. We know Dable, like, I, again, I can't say this enough because he did so much for the Bills. I'm glad he's a head coach, but, again, I'm not glad he's a head coach because he's bringing his talents to the Giants, and we're seeing what he can do with that. And so Maybe it'd be cool if you guys played him in a Super Bowl, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, but I want to play like, you know, the Packers in the Super Bowl because that'll be an easy win. We can't lose the Super Bowl this year, so yeah. it's just like it has to be a win. Got to get there. Anyway, but Eagles, yep, Eagles still crushing it. Denver Put my State. money on them to lose last week, and it didn't work out well. No. <laughs> we thought they would do. They weren't do. But like she said it before, Denver still sucks. I mean, Wilson has this. Actually, he's in the first half of that game, I was like sitting there saying, okay, he's coming back. He it was 10 for 10, hit nine different receivers, 100-something yards to start the game. And then it was like after that, it was awful. The second half, he threw for 15 total yards. So you can't win games doing that. Um, we're going out to play him next. So I guess, you know. Maybe it's my time to rant. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's my time. Yeah. It hasn't been my time yet. I, I want oh, no, no, to... no. It's your only time. This is it. You're not even supposed to get this. I'm gifting oh. this to you. I'm gifting this to you. Great. So look, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I was waiting for this because I wanted to make sure that the Jets were a real team before we did it. We saw a couple weird, lo- you know, weird wins where they beat Cleveland. No, 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 no. I'm gifting this to you. This was never no. supposed to be a thing that happens. Okay, go ahead. Continue. I would like to, is this my time to rant or is it hers? Because it takes 10 minutes each week and I have one, so it's fine. Look, the Jets are the truth, four and two. This was actually the first one, the win that they got out of the four that I felt that they, I mean, the Steelers win was pretty good too, but this is one where they won all three phases of the, of the game. They actually looked like a good football team all around. They went in there on the road to a tough place to play, Lambeau Field. Uh, Jets were out in full force. Uh, we were there. There's thousands of people there that were Jets fans. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Chants everywhere. Uh, the energy was there, and it was awesome. Quinn Williams, what a fucking beast this guy is. I mean, look at this line. Two sacks, two tackles for loss, four f- forced fumble, three QB hits, seven pressures, a blocked field goal. I mean, this guy just dominated the whole game. So, I mean, totally impressed by him. Brees Hall, another great game. 116 yards on the ground uh, with a touchdown. He had a few more um, receiving, but everybody was out. Corey Davis caught a deep ball. You had Braxton Berrios catching, catching one, uh, running one around the end for a touchdown. Um, just total team win. I'm pumped on bottom, especially because I'm looking at some of these games and going, oh, Denver, who I was initially in the beginning of the season circling that one, saying that's a tough place to play. It's Russell Wilson. He's, he's probably going to be good by then. I think they suck. So that could be another 5-2. and two. I think we had a shot here. What I'm looking for is a chance to get into the playoffs, right? At 4-2, and two, we're up there. If you stop it right now, you know, we're in the playoffs. So let's go Jets. Okay, Jet Nation, Jet Up. Here we go. And with that, jet I will up. stop. Jet Up, yeah. If you hashtag Jet Up. Oh, God. And that's my, uh, that's my rant for the week. But let's go Jets. Wait, let's shout keep- out to the, the Jets fan at the uh, at Lambeau Field with the cheese head with the three little mice on there. Oh, yeah. Eating the I'll cheese. That was a good guy. Love that. Yeah, you got to love it when, Creative. You, when you've prepared a separate <laughs> hat work, only yeah. for this one particular oh, this game. one game. I like it. Don't play them every year. Um, so with that, let's roll into the games. Yes. All right. All what right. you should put your money on. Let's All right, go. so we're going to take the Cardinals, minus one and a half. This is going to be the uh, game on Thursday, which for us will be tomorrow. Hopefully we can watch it on the plane home. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at DeAndre Hopkins is, is back now. He was, on, he was suspended for the PEDs. Yeah. He's out. Now he's back. That's I mean, the help. spread kind of shows you that this is like a kind of a pick 'em, but because DeAndre's coming back, I think that should shoot them up a little bit. I hate you, Hopkins hate you but you know we all know why and then we just thought that they, that Robbie Anderson um, is now on the Cardinals and then but the Saints right now so Andy Dalton is a little banged up and him mm-hmm. and Winston oh, yeah, and, him and Winston are not playing they said it could be Dalton or Winston or Taysom Hill getting the start and they're going to make it a game time decision so you know with all those things look is it a little bit harder to prepare for three different quarterbacks sure but like Cardinals at home you got to feel like they're going to turn this one around two and four it's, it's a two-point difference, which I think <laughs> I think that's an easy easy win on the Cardinals, knowing all the information we know. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're not though we're not going to be betting on a, a lot of the first games because the Jets play the second, the later game. So I think we're going to take this one Sunday because I'm on a bye to maybe not be out the door at 9:30 in the morning, Las Vegas time. 
We'll, um, watch them at, we'll watch them at home. So we're going to pick and choose lightly on the earlier games just because we don't have a lot of access to games. But yeah. if we were to bet, we would definitely both all take the Cowboys. Uh, I was a huge fan of the Lions in the beginning. But, you know, Hard Knocks has ended many, many moons ago, and I'm over <laughs> it, and they are not pulling out no. the wins that – you know, I, I just thought they were a good team uh, just – based on what I saw in Hard Knocks. It's not, it wasn't strategic betting at the beginning, the yeah. first two weeks when I took them. So, um, Looks I, like Dak's back, too. And Dak is, is supposed to be back. I mean, it hasn't been truly official yet. I think they're probably going to wait till tomorrow to let you know officially, but it seems like he's coming back. And Yeah, we're recording this Wednesday, so he's yeah. practicing today, and they're going to kind of figure mm-hmm. that out. So I think I think that should be an easy one. Whether it's Dak or not, it, it's probably going to be Cowboys minus seven. Cowboys are at home. Yeah, go I ahead. Agree. We this one we both this like. One. Yeah, we both like this game. Huge Dable fan. What can I say? That's all I got. I love yeah. Dable. Yeah, no, 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 totally. Him. This this one, I'm using as my lock of the week for this week. The New York Giants. I, I mean, we said it before. They're getting no love here. Okay, they're they're plus three. At a five and one team going down to Jacksonville for a team that's been spotty. I mean, the two wins fine, but two and four, like I just don't see it. Saquon's leading the league in all-purpose yards. I feel like this is one where, yeah, they, they're not only they're covering, they're winning this one, and I can't believe that they're underdogs by. They're three. getting three points, which is insane. So right. go ahead, Giants, have your have your cake and eat it too this weekend. I, I we appreciate it. I'll make some money off of them. Yeah, let's go. All right, so this one is not one that we were excited about. So, <laughs> no. I mean, honestly, I'd like to say fuck the Colts. They fucked me over way too many times where I went for them and they scored zero points. I went against them. They crushed the team. I can't even remember yeah. who they were playing in these games. So I, I hate you. However, logically, if I'm looking at statistics and what's, what's going on, I'm gonna, I would put money on the Colts, but since I'm trying to limit my bets for the early games, and I'm going to lay off this one because I have no, no real good interest in it. So, I was surprised to find out when I, I looked at the standings, um, the statistics for uh, passing leaders, right? Matt Ryan sandwiched up there in the top three. It's like Allen, Ryan, somebody. Yeah, he's got like a lot of passing yards. It's like 1,700. Did you just read that like in one place, like, you know, where if, read if, if, if noobs was writing articles, he's just no. making stuff yeah, up? Yeah, it, it was a blog. That My I dad read. says <laughs> Matt Ryan's right under Josh Allen. No, but I, it, it must be because, you know, some of the games they were trailing, he, you know, they got a bunch of yards. But um, I, I personally think that if I was going to bet this one, I would lean towards the over on the 42 and a half points. Um, when the Colts are in the groove, they're scoring points. I think that um, the Titans are going to be fighting – at home, so I think this is going to be a game where you know it'll be, to me maybe it's like a a twenty four twenty game where it hits that over at forty four. And if you want to put money on it, I, I go more on his, his knowledge of everything <laughs> on this one. Uh, All right, next game. Oh. Falcons Bengals. I mean, you know, the Falcons are like, okay, they're three and three, but if you're betting the Falcons this year. They've covered six games in a row. They've covered every sing- single game. Mm-hmm. And the question is, when are the books, when is Vegas going to give them a little bit of love here? These teams are both 3-3. Three and three. I get that the Bengals are at home. But six points seems a little high to me, so I would probably lean towards the Falcons and Mount Marcus Mariota. They have a great run game. They, they ran for like 250 yards last week. Um, so that's kind of where I would go. Everything he's saying is true, correct, sounds good. However... Joe Burrow and the Bengals, uh, they're, they're doing much better than they didn't look so good to start, but they've been picking it up. I think they're getting in their groove. I, however, don't think that they can cover the six-point spread. So even though you're not going to win a ton of money on it, I would take them for the money line. Yeah, and, like, we could both be right here. I mean, right. well, yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's well, Bengals, yes, they the can. Bengals win by three or something. Right, yeah. It's, it's a very good possibility. But, again, if you take my money line – suggestion you're not going to get a whole lot back because they believe that the Bengals are going to win yeah but uh the falcons getting six points is you know you could do both bets hopefully if you want but some people do that stuff i don't Um, think the Bengals are gonna cover that six point spread is my point okay next game this is a game we both like Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna browns ravens i mean 
Well, come on. It's not that complicated. I'm sure if you watch a couple games, you know why we like the Ravens over the Browns. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, they, it they seems almost like a you guys. silly spread. Yeah, the, the Browns, they um, their run game is just really strong, right? So, mm-hmm. so like, that's one of the things that they're going to do well here. I mean, um, right the now... The Ravens Nick, have a good defense. Ravens have a good... Yeah, Nick Chubb is the, um, is the leader in rushing... This is true. Um, but at the same time, they also have Kareem Hunt. So, like, if you add those two guys together, I mean, they're, they're averaging a lot of yards per game. Ravens, good defense, or they're always thought to have a good defense. They've actually had a couple games where it was, like, weird. Um, but you just got to think that Lamar at home, 3-3, three and three, you're going to face the Browns. Is huge, yeah. If you want to win the division, if you're them, like, you got to step up and beat right. the freaking Browns. I mean. Don't forget, though, if it's not looking like it's going – our way, there's always second half. <laughs> yeah, very true. These are not always set in stone. Next game, we are both not betting this one, but it's no. the Bucks versus the bleh, Panthers. Yeah, fuck yeah. Tom Brady and the Panthers are just not on the radar. So and Boring. also, it's just a weird. So like, look at where we're leaning here. <laughs> we're le- the Panthers. Eleven points. Like the the Bucks have not looked that good, and they're not putting up a lot of points on offense. So I don't understand. You know. The 11-point spread, they could still win by 10. So I'm leaning towards the Panthers. And, and the Bucks shit. have a good defense. Yeah. So with the shitty Panthers uh, team that probably isn't going to be able to score that much, I definitely think it's the under, but I hate betting the under. So yeah. if you don't mind betting the under, I would take it on this one. And it looks like um, since Baker Mayfield had a little bit of an ankle sprain thing going, uh, Sam Darnold still kind of uh, nursing some injury too, that they're going to start a guy, P.J. Walker, who was a star in the um, in the XFL uh, when he played for them? I actually think that like that guy's pretty good. To be honest, he's a mobile guy. He's a mobile quarterback. So um, that's why I would probably lean a little bit there. But again, we're not nothing not enthused enough to bet. Well, there is one more fun little fact: the underbets have been crushing it this season yeah. through the NFL with Vegas. So again, if you want, if you're an under person, this might be just another addition to how underbets are. Winning all around lately because games have been boring. Yeah, they said that if you bet every single game the of the year and you bet the under, you just blindly bet everything, and you bet 100 bucks on everything, every single game. Now, it's a lot of games, right? So it's right. like you know, 14, 16 a week, depending on if there's a buy or not. You'd, you'd be up 1,500 bucks, though. I mean, that's so. ridiculous. Just to do the same bet <laughs> yeah. for every game that's been played, and you'd be up. Yeah. They're just and We're kind of looking at it. It seems like defense is much stronger. The the linebackers, uh, you know, everybody that's on defense seems to be like, not like it was years ago where there was a lot more throwing and a lot more running involved. Now it's just more like, how do I get through this, these defenders? And we're seeing that might become a problem plus a lot of roughing the passer and penalties yeah, I mean, out of control. I, there's also a chance, like, I'm always a, I always think that the way they changed the preseason a couple of years ago and the way the coaches are approaching preseason they're really kind of using regular season games as their preseason because the starters are not playing at all in preseason. I mean, right. they're playing like two series. So you need game reps and stuff. So maybe the first couple, you know, couple weeks are impacted by that, but we're at week six yeah, and we're still seeing the same type of football. So it's a little different now. Yeah. All right. Next one. Packers, commanders. Packers did not look good against us. Nope. They're going on the road um, to the commanders who are not good, though. Yeah, um, I kind of want to take the Commanders, but I just don't know. It's rough. Yeah. So we're going over because, you know, um, we have, they have Heineke. Heineke. He's good. Yeah. He probably should be the one starting, mm-hmm. but they got Wentz, and they kind of like kind of feel obligated to keep him at starter. But uh, but if he does well. well. Well, Carson is hurt right now. Yeah, he so. hurt his finger. So give this is Heineke's shot, and we'll see. Um, so that's why I kind of think the co- Commanders will – Possibly win because the Packers look, Packers look like dog shit, but that's rough to say. I mean, yeah. it's still Aaron Rodgers. I'm betting the over here at 41 and a half. Two reasons why. One, I think, uh, three reasons. Heineke's good. The Packers defense did not look that good, especially Dumb. stopping the run last week against the Jets. Um, and yeah, so Packers defense not that great. I think Aaron, on the third thing, is Aaron Rodgers, a little bit of a snapback game. It's, we're waiting for it. It's going to happen. They said Sammy Watkins. Who's been injured for the Packers? Who is you know he was a former Buffalo player. Yeah. He went, he he, um, he might be coming back for this one. So uh, if you get him back, give Aaron another weapon. 
Um, I think he needs it. You know, it's kind of like... Well, mentally, he needs to do something better. Totally. Next game. This one is my lock of the week. And it'll never happen again, but I have a bye week. I, again, like I said, I'm going to give him his little moment. And I hate Russell Wilson so much this season. He has lost me so much money. He sucks. Yeah. I'm going hard on the Jets. And, again, I know Bill's Mafia. This is strange as hell. Stay away. This is free money right here, okay? This is me saying, I don't have a job right now. I'm retired. I bet for a living. I want to make money. This is my lock of the week. I will not be saying J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Nope, that's not going to come out of my mouth. But I am going to sit there with my Tiger Woods mugshot shirt that says Russ is back on it, just gloating at how bad Russ Wilson is. So there we go. That is my uh, lock of the week and my reasoning behind it. Yeah, and then also just like the, the Jets defense being able to lock down receivers and the offense of the Broncos looking such, so shitty, yeah. those things combined means the Broncos are not going to put up a bunch of points. Maybe they can get to 17 points. I think the Jets have enough offense out there and with Brees Hall and those guys to get to 21. Maybe it's a 21-17 type game. I see where the under-over is at, but I think that is a pick That's a Jets winner. And if it's not a Jets winner, I'm not going to be so upset that I lost oh. money. <laughs> it's a win-win for me. Yeah, but like, look. She had to put the money over the emotion, and she had to choose the Jets. Yeah, only this one time. One time. Can't do it anymore. Earlier in the se- you're not doing it later in the season. You'll- oh, <laughs> hell no, 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 no. This is it. Don't, you'll never hear this from me again. All right, so this was the uh, first 4 o'clock game, so on to another 4 o'clock game. We got the, uh, the old Raiders, Texans. Texans. Well, we're taking the Raiders because we like to do that. I mean, we're in Raiders country. Again, they're playing at home. Texans, you know, 1-3-1. It's not really, like, that great of a record. Now, neither is the Raiders' record. Um, Coming off a of bye week. That's, that was another thing. The Raiders, I, I don't know if anybody else noticed this. I only knew that bye weeks have started because we have one this weekend. The Bills are not playing. The Eagles are not playing. You're going to have a lot of boring football this weekend. We're sorry. We're, we're all out of it. The good teams are going, taking a break. But the Raiders were off last weekend for their bye week. That is huge. I think people come back, teams come back strong. They, you know, minus seven at home against the Texans. It might be a little of a push with that spread, but we, we're we might want to think about what, buying that down. If we can buy a half a point down to six and a half, this mm-hmm. way we don't have to push if it gets to seven. It might go from minus one ten to about a minus one twenty five. Or you could look at it as a push is a win. Could be. Yeah. They don't take your money away. You get to roll into something else. So let's go Raiders. Raiders. Next game, Chiefs-Niners. I mean, this is a good game. It's just one that we're not going to bet just because it's like a little bit, you know. Fuck the Chiefs. She says fuck the Chiefs. I Yeah, you just don't know. Some, like a team like the Niners have been so hit or miss. Oh, so hit Right? Miss. I mean, they, they, you know. They won me money, a lot of money one, one week. But the week prior, they lost all of us yeah. such money. Ugh. Yeah, they put up 37 one week, and then last week they lose 28-14 to the Falcons. It's, and it's so like, weird. So I would stay away from them as a whole. That's why I'm not putting my money on the Chiefs, but I would put, be inclined to gun to my head, put yeah. my money on the Chiefs. And I think that's too many points. I honestly think that game is going to be, you know, something like a, you know, 23-20 type of a game. Um, yeah, probably would still lean maybe to the, to the Chiefs if, if I had a lean, but I, I think the under is where I would put the money. Okay, this is one you like. <laughs> I, I don't want to like I mean, this one. I don't. I The Seahawks have been pissing me off so much. Geno Smith, again, I really hate this man. <laughs> he can suck it. But when we're talking about making money, I they're getting the, the Seahawks are getting six and a half points. Now, I am also going to buy a half a point up. I would like to buy it to seven because that's, you know, entire score right there. That makes me feel better about it. Um, the Chargers, I don't believe, are that good. But I'm not saying here that the Seahawks are going to win when I take this because, again, they're getting, and I'm hoping yeah. to buy them at seven points. So they can still lose. Um, but I just don't think that they're going to lose by seven or more. So that's why I'm taking the Seahawks. Again, I hate you guys, Seahawks, but make me my money. Just make, make me my money. money. Yeah, and, the, like, the other thing is, um, you know, the Chargers – they were able to get a good pass rush. They were blitzing on third and third downs against Russell Wilson. He had no answer for them. Um, 
But that score was yeah. garbage. Like nobody did that well in that game. Yeah. It was an overtime game with like no no points. So I just think this one, I, I would kind of lean a little bit on the under. But I always, yeah, who, I love taking points like that. It's a lot of points for a team mm. that's three and three has proven they can win. Um, so we'll see. So hopefully they'll win this one, and then uh, they can just tank after this. <laughs> again, screw you. <laughs> Next game, Steelers at the Dolphins. Oh, you don't have your little dot dot. I actually left my dot off of this one. <laughs> I, I look at this and I don't lean anywhere. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I have nothing. I, I look to me, it all looks right. Meaning that I see why it's a seven point spread. I see why the under right. are forty. So I just go like I don't even have any. I wouldn't even know where to put my money. It'd be so for me, this is a rough. Everything's a rough one. I don't want Miami for multiple reasons, Moose. Ooh. winning at all because I just can't some people just can't handle like their wins like the rest of us can um but also I don't need another threat in my division you'll see the next the late night uh the Monday night game I'm actually taking the Patriots on that one because I feel like I can make money off of them I want to make money off of them they're not really a problem yet um for me my other theory about the Steelers again I don't know if they can win-win but here is another good spread they get seven points um Tua is going to be in this game yeah but he's put out a statement that he was unconscious playing through the bank playing at the Bengals games when they it was versus Bengals and he got hit totally unconscious he has not been the same since and he these are like his words uh, give or take I'm not directly yeah. quoting him but the gist was he, oh, he's like afraid of these big hits now, and I think he's going to be jumpy. It's his first time back. It definitely screwed him up that he got hit so bad that he's had these two concussions, one after the other. Shouldn't have been, We all know the story. He shouldn't have been playing the Bengals game. So when you're a little fidgety and, and nervous, you're not going to make the same kind of plays that you used to. You're going to be afraid of getting hit. So I don't see him being the Tua that he was at least during the Bills game. Um, I still don't know if I truly believe that he is a great quarterback yet. He does have Tyreek still, but um, yeah, I think it's he's going to be a little jittery. So I'd like to take the Steelers. However, because I'm not completely positive yet and sold, what I am going to do is watch the first half of that game and decide on a second half bet because I want to see, you know, really I want to see what Tua looks like. Does he look as afraid as I think he is? Uh, supposed to look. Uh, Trubisky is playing. No, Pickett's back I in. I think. Yeah, they're going to see. They don't know if he because he's, oh, so he's, he's going know. through the pro because he had a concussion. Yeah. Going through the protocols, they're saying though he might be playing. They said if he's good, it's not like he's out. It ruled out. They said yeah. if he passes all the things, he'll play. So I think again, that's a. a this is one game where I want to put money on uh, the game, but I'm going to wait for the second half. Yeah, and the one thing that you said when you were talking about Tua. And, and like all the quotes and the media stuff is that he said something like, I'm going to adjust my game to like to avoid, avoid these big, big hits. hits. Yeah, that's not good for some. As a former quarterback, when it's in your mind during a play, mm -hmm. that is a bad thing because you shouldn't be thinking about the op, you know, your, your line and all that. You should be just playing, stepping up in the pocket. Instead, if he's thinking about, oh, they're going to hit me hard, then that means you're looking at the line and you're not looking downfield. So that's if a Anyone remembers Cam Newton. As soon as uh, you, he got a sack, that was it for him. He yeah. was just a hot mess during the rest of the game, which was fantastic to play him because you're just like, somebody sack him, somebody sack him. Okay, and now he's garbage again. Yeah, he would just be running around. But, <laughs> and that's not because, you know, two I feel bad for. Like, the man yeah. got, he's got the shit end of the stick, so I understand where his brain is at. Cam, it was just in his head from the get-go, but I think that's going to see what we're going to see a little bit of. So Understand where his brain is at? Is that a pun intended? I'm not intended. smart enough for puns, but yes, sure, <laughs> why not? Okay. Last game of the week. This is the Monday night game. Patriots, right? So they're, they're at home versus the Chicago Bears. Yeah. I mean, this is you, you're leaning Patriots here. It's the Bears. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. And they're at home against the Patriots. The Patriots just pulled out a great win. Yeah. So, you know, we all know Bill Belichick. I'm going to go with them on, I'm going to take them on this one. I think this is, again, a, a way to make some money, honestly. But as Josh has kind of mentioned and alludes to, as the weeks go by, 
I will be choosing emotion over money and I will probably be placing a lot more bet, a lot less bets unless I'm like, screw this team. Right. You're well, at least win. just don't bet on them. Just, you could just like watch the right. game. Right. I just either watch the game or I bet totally against them because, but it's still a little early. So I'm, I'm going to make some money off of this. And I think that, I think that total, as much as the last couple of weeks, the Patriots have been putting up a good amount of points. Um, I think the Bears actually defense matches up pretty decently with them. So I, I'm kind of leaning towards that under 39 and a half. I'm, not kind of leaning. I'm doing it. I'm going to bet it. Um, so we'll see. You know, again, I think this is a game also. We're going to check out, see how it's going for the first half, and then potentially even bet another one for yeah. the second. This is, you know, and, and if we have to do some crazy second-half bets, we'll try to post them so people know. Yeah. But that's you got that small chunk of time. I don't know if it'll work. Okay. Uh, what are we actually betting? Chance to screenshot this one. This time for myself, we just added when the games are, so I can just go back and make sure I had one coming up that I want to add to. I know mm -hmm. what what, uh, what time it was, um, but yeah, we went through all of them. And Thursday, we're you know we're both on. We have there's a lot of them which we're both on right now. Um, Cardinals, Giants, Ravens. Look, the Giants. We talked about this. She was making fun of us because well, me, us, I guess the Jets and the Giants because the Giants are my lock, Jets are her lock. She called it the New Jersey locks of the week. Yeah, we got to stop calling these the New York teams, people. Like, NFL Network, stop saying New York teams are really getting into it, and you only talk about the Giants and the Jets. They're New Jersey. They play in New Jersey. They practice in New Jersey. They're New Jersey. Buffalo is the only New York team. Need to clarify that for anybody that doesn't get it. If you That's listen each week, say. you probably have heard this before. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, another one we're on is, but we're both on, is the, is the Raiders. But, yeah, I mean, this is the mix of the stuff that we're doing. Yep. And then it's just kind of little old me over here, and you've got your under on yeah. the late night game. So, well, again, sometimes I can be a mush, sometimes I'm not. I don't know. You take what you want from this as you, you feel, but I am pretty proud and pretty uh, supportive of my lock of the week with the Jets. And all you Jets fans, enjoy this one and last final moment because it ain't happening again. <laughs> you want to get this going? So, yeah, if everybody watched last time, our lock of the week for last week. Buffalo Bills. It was a close game, but they covered. So the lock of the week hit. Um, again, last week, everything we told you was 70-plus percent. The stuff we actually like said we're betting was about 56%. We made some money. Donnie up and up. We're going to hammer away this week. We're going to yeah. make some more money. And everybody, click the buttons, subscribe to stuff, go to the other platform, do it. I know you don't like it. I've actually started to recently when we were at the, uh, the Jets-Packers um, game. I was like, hey, Max, <laughs> no, show me that you're subscribed. And I, like, I, I oh, made man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so now I'm going to start bullying people. Okay. <laughs> Only in person. Right. You know, if you don't see him in person, you won't get bullied. You'll be fine. But we love you all. Thanks for listening in. And uh, bye. <laughs>